Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of the Dope in Real Life podcast. I'm your host, Shani. Um, you can find me on all social medias, and that's going to be at underscore, underscore, S-H-A-N-I-I. And this is my co-host. How y'all doing? My name is Joe T. You can find me on, on IG, Schizophrenia. It's spelled just like Schizophrenia. You just got to take that Z out, put the J in there. You can also locate me on Facebook. On Facebook, I am spelled J-Y-O-T-I. Last name is spelled Sparrow like the bird. And I'm, thank y'all for joining us here. I am Sean Nieces' co-host, Shawnee, for the podcast listeners out there. So I thank you because we just two young adults out here just trying to figure things out in life. So I know we just going to reach out to y'all with this, with our voice and our journeys. Hopefully y'all follow us along. Y'all can just reach right back on out to us here, okay? All right, perfect. So we'll get right into it today. Um, episode one, we basically just want to reflect where we are today and where we expected to be when we graduated high school. Um, so I'm just going to ask Joe Key a couple of questions here. Um, really quickly, Joe T, when you graduated high school, where did you think you would be? What was your goals and your aspirations? Now, my thoughts on what I thought I was going to be in high school was totally different than I probably say the majority of people out here. I didn't have a goddamn clue. I didn't want to go to college. <laughs> I think that's valid. I didn't. I didn't actually didn't apply to college myself. My goddess counselor applied me to college because, listen, my my grades, past 10th grade was just like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I, I really wasn't there, but, like, my SAT scores told a different story. So she saw potential in me that I didn't see, so she enrolled me in, in the three different colleges, and I just chose one and went. But as a plan, no, nah, I, I graduated on uh, Saturday I got my first full-time job that next Thursday. So that was my plan. That and try to do some school and have fun in my life there. What about you? I guess we can say we're complete opposites. Um, Ever since younger, it was just drilled in my head that either you're going to go to the Army or or you're going to go to college. And I definitely did not want to go to the RV. Um, So by 10th grade, I pretty much knew where I wanted to go, um, which was... Howard University, um, I grew up in uh, Long Island, New York, so um, and fortunate enough to have a school that actually cared about our education, so we went on a couple of black college tours, um, so Howard was one of them, and that was my first choice, um, so for me, it was go to school or go to the Army, and I definitely was not doing that, and I never, I mean, I had a couple of jobs here and there, but never had a full-time job. Ooh, so, listen. I just figured this out. I've been working since I was 12, like legit. So working was always going to be on my plan, especially because I knew my mother wasn't giving me no money for sure. So everything I was going to get was coming off the arm and the back of me. So, I mean, my options was just either was going to be work and everything else was going to fit around there. So I think that's why that's totally different what you're saying. And my mother didn't even my mother realized like school wasn't for me because I just was never a homework kid. Never. Like if it ain't at school, I'm not doing it. No, still. Yeah, it's definitely funny how um, just being around people and seeing people's different life choices or paths. Like I like I said, I had no choice but to go to college and um uh, graduated top of my class type of thing, but when I got there, like, I literally hated it. I was like, oh my god, like, I could have went to a trade school or something. I would have rather been portrayed and to graduate. And I mean, I was fortunate enough to graduate within my four years. Um, I ended up transferring from Howard to um, 
a school in New York called uh, University of Albany. If anybody knows about that, so shout out to you, Albany. I know about Albany a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was, I mean, basically, I was kind of fortunate enough to where, like, as long as I had good grades, that was kind of, like, paving the way for me. Like, my parents was like, as long as you get your good grades, you'll always have everything you want. So, that's mm-hmm. all I stuck with. So, I got good grades, but um, college was not what I expected. So, did you end up going to college? Uh, for sure. I mean, I'm, we're still we're still on that path here. Um, several years later, but it, I mean, I'm still on that path there. I, I think college still, I'm still the same person at heart that just naturally hates school, but I understand how I can use it to my advantage. So I'm trying to take that now and just parlay it into something. Like school's a scam to me, for sure. Like it's absolutely my scam, my scam. So I'm trying to scam my way into parlaying into something that I'm just going to enjoy for the rest of my life, honestly. Yeah, I mean, talk about scam. This is, uh, I've been out of school maybe a year and a half. I did start my master's and not stop because I just, again, I'm just, this is not for me. I'd rather, like, work my way. Um, But I will tell you, uh, the Fed loans came right after me in that (laughs) six-month period. I recently got a bill for, like, $700. I was like, who's paying that? Like, I'm about to go back to school. Like, that's what the scam is, right? I'm going to go back to school Mm -hmm. and defer those loans. I think it's pretty ridiculous. Like, how am I going to pay Seven hundred dollars a month, on top of my regular bills. Listen, they tell you to go. They put you like damn near two hundred thousand dollars in the hole just for you to go out there and make a fifty thousand dollar a year job, and tell you, hey, we need half that by tomorrow. Like, <laughs> what? Well, no. yeah, well, let's talk about that. So, um, graduated with a like most people. I think a lot of people could. Definitely relate to this. I graduated with a degree that I really didn't care about. Um, got a bachelor's in anthropology. Um, people probably talk like, that talk. Yeah. what the heck is that? But it's basically just a study of humans. I was very interested in like um, science. So it's kind of like an easier route just for me to get out of college, to be honest with you. Um, but after I graduated, um, as I mentioned before, like I never really worked too many jobs. They were never full-time jobs. I graduated... Um, uh, and um, I lived in New York, as I mentioned. I graduated, and I spoke with my cousin, and she was like, I can get you a job at this bank. And I was like, for real? I was like, all right, cool, let me do an interview. And it was in, it was in Maryland. So um, I took the interview, got the job, and that was it for me. I, this is, what, two and a half years ago? I've been working at the bank, and I would never imagined when I graduated high school that this is what I'll be doing. And I love it, to be honest. It has definitely awarded me a great life. Um, and that's actually where I met my co-host. Mm-hmm. See, but see, our journey to get to the same spot is so like. So I told you I've been working since twelve. So I got out of high school. Boom, got my first job. I'm down the aquarium. I'm lit with my blue shirt on. I'm pumped. First full time job. I'm making nothing. <laughs> it's, it's about. I think I'm making eight dollars an hour. But I'm. You can't tell me nothing. I leave there. I work at Sam's Club. I'm still going to school at this point. I'm really not going to school. I'm just really showing up just to get marked for attendance. Yeah, that's how it works. And and do group projects to get around girls. Like, that's the real reason I'm there. I'm, outside of that, nah, I'm not really even feeling the school there. But that's when I stopped going to school. Um, because around that same time is when I found out I was having my son, um, my first son. So that is was like, oh, school is just no longer an option. I had to find more money. So then I went on a journey to find more money, which I don't know if y'all know if you've ever been on a journey to find more money and, and you can't find it. How 
depressing that can make you be. So that that's where my journey started there. So I was I started just working like jobs. I just real life hated bad temperament stuff like that and they weren't paying me good so it just caused me to just cause anger from not having the money and cause anger just from that job that i fooled around with that for the last what probably about two to three years and then i stumbled upon bank of america just on a whim right so same here exactly like somebody told me like hey i just got a job at the bank you want to apply i mean i mean all right i always wonder you know i love numbers right and that's how we that's how i started there no yeah and if any i mean Graduating high school and you hear something that's paying over thirty thousand dollars, you like, listen, let me take it. I'ma make it work. Let me take it. And I mean, we've been blessed enough to. Um, if anybody worked at Bank of America, you know the benefits, the pay increases. We definitely been blessed with that. But again, I would have never imagined me working at a bank after get a degree in anthropology and just having a science background. But, I mean, it's not something I would go back on. Like, I definitely, and then that's another thing, too. Like, you definitely go through life and you realize there's certain things that you don't want to do. Like, after watching numerous episodes of Grey's Anatomy, I was like, yeah, <laughs> this science thing is not for me. Like, I do not like the blood, the squeamishness. You know, some people just have, like, um, they like to call it, like, great bedside manner. It's not for me at all. So, I think uh, what I do at the bank is perfect. Like, I can deal with people uh, not face-to-face, you know, um, handle their financial lives. And I think that actually worked out for me. And I would have never imagined it, but I definitely like it. How do you like being at the bank now? We definitely, oh, and let's just say working at the bank has been a journey for both of us. Let's just, uh, listen, all right. She's, she, I, I love her wife. She's waving a flag. Listen here. They pay me well. I show up. <laughs> <laughs> and I do what I'm supposed to do. I'm I'm not here for it. I, I'm I'm learning. I, matter of fact, no. Let me take that back. All right. In all seriousness, I love the knowledge that I'm just gaining from being there. I love the opportunities it's afforded me, whether that's um, financial or just um, picking up on other people's mistakes and other people's experiences. That is the best, most fulfilling part of the job and helping people. Yeah, um, I definitely can agree to that. Yeah, like if, when you real life do something, you feel like you're helping somebody. That is the probably the most fulfilling part of the, um, the job that I have that we have. Outside of that, though, um, I'm okay. I mean, I show up because I I enjoy that portion of it, and I show up because I, I that the money is just beautiful to me. So, <laughs> no, the money is definitely beautiful, and then with having children, I mean, I don't have any children yet, but I told them things. I bought a a house, so it's like a baby to me. Um, which Stun the bank him. has allowed me to do. Stun on them. And um, so it's like a baby. And, and, it, and it's like if I didn't have this job at the bank. So what it is, though, like this bank makes it very hard to go somewhere else because nobody out here in Maryland is paying you as much as this bank. For sure. And it's not even just that. It's just like the benefits they provide to you. Well, yeah, definitely. And that's mm-hmm. another thing. I didn't know anything about benefits because, you know, as I mentioned, I was kind of fortunate growing up where um, – I was even on my parents' insurance to about 23, um, so I never have to worry about a bill. And now I'm like, oh, wow, this is something. And um, anybody who knows anything about insurance or has any type of benefits, you know that um, you could do- those doctor bills come heavy. Thank God for benefits, but those doctor bills do come heavy. It's another sham that I'm trying to figure out, too. I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine on the insurance people, too. <laughs> it's college <laughs> and insurance. I'm coming for you. Right. Uh well, basically, I want to ask also, like, um, as I mentioned, I don't have children. Joe T does have two. Mm-hmm. Like, how is it 
just being a young black man growing up, which is, you know, growing up and having children so young, like, any what type of sacrifices you have to make. Now, you, we get into the talk about the kids thing. That's probably, those are my biggest accomplishments in my life. Um, Khalil and Kendall. Khalil more so because he's been around me more and he's, that boy forced me to grow up faster than I ever wanted. I mean, I found that I was having a baby at 20. Which actually nope, isn't that young compared to a lot of people. But when, you know, you just minding your own business and doing you, having a kid is just like. Listen, in correction, I found out at 19 I was having a baby. I never forget how I found out. It was like just the whole story behind it. We showed up. She's like, I, I think I am. Let's do a, pre- a pregnancy test. Never had to do that a day in my life. She did the pregnancy test in my home. I said, my Jesus. My mother. Then my mother just showed up out of nowhere. I had to tell her. She wasn't even living there. I, I was just panicking. So that just having those. But the kids of it, like the story from that journey, just trying to find money. It just, it forces you to just make necessary changes. Because I'm 19 at the time. I'm able to get into 21 and over clubs. I'm, I'm able to go out every single night. I'm able to pay my bills. I'm able to just do things. And you got to just know, you got to realize, like, I don't, instead of just using that money for the bills, you need money to support you. You need money to because you have a family now. Like, it's no longer just about you. You can't have fun. You have to, you have to put them in a position where they can have fun and they don't have to stress. Yeah, so, it's no longer. My mother always told me, like, you know, when I had you, it was no longer about me. Mm-hmm. And I will definitely say my parents has did everything to, Put me first, mm-hmm. so and I can understand that. Man, listen, being a parent is the most annoying, selfless thing you can do. You never, I never realized how selfish I was till I have a kid. I still don't like sharing my food. <laughs> don't ask me. I get that. <laughs> when Khalil was a baby, he was a greedy baby. Like I'm talking, like, eh, eh, no, I don't want to. I'm, I'm ready making your own plate, but you can't chew it, so I don't know how you're gonna get it. So. But but that's what's the thing about just being a parent. And then Kendall was just a whole nother experience. I'm still, as we recording, I'm just learning from. You know, you ever you ever go? Oh, surprise, a baby! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard about. I was there when he when he told me about that one. That was definitely a surprise. Oh, for sure. That is that is the biggest surprise I ever had in my life, and it's a blessing. But you know that comes with its own set of things. There, so you you gotta grow up. Now you gotta grow up again, and now you gotta just make those adjustments. Just, I mean, life is about adjustments. Um, so I can say with their kids is those are the biggest adjustments I've had in my life. I'm happy for them. They stress me out. I got gray hair now. I just got gray hair a year ago. <laughs> I don't know where it came well, from. Well, I mean, for you too, like you have a little different situation. Uh, where one of your children live outside of the state, so yeah. now you have to. One lives with you and one lives out of the state. So you have to switch your time and go in out the state. Mm-hmm. So I know that's hard within itself. Yeah, you go from, because my oldest son lives with me for a time, you go from seeing somebody, you know, five to six days a week. And then you find out you have another son who you got to now try to make, you got to see them maybe five or six times a year. So it's like, God, how am I going to do this and still make a connection, have that connection valuable to what they and they can't, they don't understand, but where they just still want to have a connection with you. I mean, I come from I come from a different I come from an ascertain father, and that's just one thing I never want to be. And I'm I'm honestly it's just still it's a struggle because you I'm just not used to having to 
make that effort. So I struggle with that on a regular. So I have to, I have to literally force myself to reach out with it, which is, I know, sound kind of bad, but I'm, I'm gonna be honest with it on here. Yeah, no, and I mean, I will say that uh, thank God for the evolution of technology as well, where sure. a lot of people can stay in contact with their children through like FaceTime duo whatever whatever phone you have like it's a good way to stay in contact with the kids although it may not seem like you're doing a lot they probably do feel like you are you know um now my yeah. father would have still ran out from the plug with uh, duo and facetime for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah so basically um so i don't have any children as i mentioned before m- multiple times not yet but not yet, obviously. Oh, and um, basically, for me, uh, moving out at uh, I graduated. Uh, I was twenty two or twenty three. I don't know. And uh, just moving out, it was it was different for me because I never had to pay bills. I mean, my parents barely let me pay my car insurance. So moved out, got this good in my head. Of, I was getting paid like $16 an hour at the time. Like You couldn't tell me nothing because I came from working at Foot Lock and that being my favorite job, and that was just minimum wage. So, you know, getting $16 an hour now, I'm like, all right, cool. Um, me and my spouse, which is my girlfriend, we ended up moving to Maryland, and uh, we both got the job at the bank. So we was like, we just want to make this work, and it was difficult just moving out period like my girlfriend had a has a different background from me she was kind of used to taking care of her own um but she taught me a couple things in that aspect as well and um again just thankful for the job like I had to I was able to pay my bills and still have fun still own a car well not own a car because you know how them banks do um but still finance a car a brand new car when I moved with a brand new car um, I was able to do what I had to do, but it was definitely just different, um, not coming from something and now doing it. So I definitely will say that even working with finances in the bank, it has allowed me to try to get a handle on my own finances. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely say that. And now I you know, I have enough space in my house to have children if I, when I'm ready. So that's a good thing. Um, more bills, obviously. We're coming. <laughs> so he says... Um, but yeah, anything else you want to add? I just want to say, no, I didn't have anything else to add. I feel like this is a lot that we, no, no, seriously, though, in all seriousness, I just, like, this episode was just to just give y'all just a feel for who we are, just people, what made us, what helped us get to the out mentality. Hopefully, like I said, these are some of the experiences I know people that y'all, some of y'all just relate to, whether it's just, like, our, our backgrounds, you hear them, they're different. She come from a two-parent home. College was essential to her. I come I come from a one-mom background home. Um, I'm two kids, you know, single dad out here. Um, Shout out to him, single dad, and, and he ain't lying when he says it because I witness it. Single dad. <laughs> Get his kids ready for school, all of that. No. I witnessed it all. He asked you right now in the other room, but uh, so that's what I'm saying. Like I think this is just like a good connection for y'all, and I hope y'all enjoy this as much as we enjoy making it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think um, we're gonna take you on the journey of our experiences, what we see, what we feel. Um, we have a lot to talk about. We on a daily basis we talk about things, we bump heads about things, we agree to disagree. Um, I believe we definitely have a great chemistry, so that's why we decided um to definitely do this and mm-hmm. I believe like a podcast has allowed us a great platform. So we definitely wanna take this to the next level 
And we definitely appreciate you guys coming on the journey with us. And um, from here on out, we uh, we appreciate you. Um, subscribe, like, comment, feedback, all of that. We definitely want to get better um, as we go. We want to make sure we're talking about the right things. Give us some topics to talk about if you mm-hmm. like. We have a couple in the bag. Well, we can always talk about things, switch things around. Um, but, yeah, definitely thank you again for tuning in. That's right. This is Dope of Real Life. I am Joe T. Again, you can follow me on IG, Schizophrenia. Again, that's spelled like Schizophrenia. Take that Z out, put that J in there. That's how you get my name. And you can follow me on Facebook. That is Joe T. Spelled J-Y-O-T-I. Sparrow like the bird. And again, my name is Shani. You can find me on uh, social media. It's going to be at underscore underscore Shani. S-H-A-N-I-I. Thank you for listening. Thank you.